time for Cigar Talk, the fastest growing cigar show in the nation. Welcome back to Cigar Talk. I'm your host, Rob Jones. We've got a co-host that's coming in with the most on a Saturday evening. Thank you so much for filling in. We got Brian. How you doing, brother? Doing all right. Doing all right. So, hey, seriously, man, thanks for filling in. Absolutely. Anytime. Uh, I, I, I don't know if you're privy to the situation with Bryant. He was in a really bad auto accident last week, and he is a quadriplegic now. <laughs> At least that's how I drew him in my cartoon. That's, Just ahead. Yeah, not not in real life, but anyway. <laughs> no, uh, Bryant is out this week, and, you know, it's the holidays, and we're all juggling crazy schedules. And so we just want to say thank you for taking the time to come hang out with us. And I appreciate when you come over because you don't drink, so it's cheaper on me. It's more for you. Yes, exactly. I mean, if if you are supplying liquor just for yourself and Larry, well, you got Larry. The emphasis is Larry. Yeah. Anybody else comes over here? I mean, like a bottle lasts for like two weeks. Right. They're one glass people. We're yeah, we're lucky to get through a show with <laughs> with big big D here. So anyway, uh, let's jump into what we're smoking tonight. I am smoking Leanda number two. Very nice. Look at that wrapper, dude. Hold that oh. up for the camera, because that is a nice wrapper. That's beautiful. And you've never had the two. Not the two. I've smoked several ones. I've smoked the special edition. And the one is phenomenal. Great stick. stick. I prefer the number two, but that's more my Vitola. I think you number know, one is my favorite McAuliffe. Of all? Of all. Really? Yep. Well, See, the special edition is my favorite of all. Okay. And the special edition is the best stick that McAuliffe makes. You take that over the Reserva. Hands down. No way. All day long. No way. All day long. Hey, thanks for coming by, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you know what? And that's the great thing about all cigars. We all have our palates. Good. We all know. Yeah. We all know what we like. And so I would go with the Reserva, yeah. number one, for me. But uh, I think that's a great stick. I prefer the Leander number two. Well, this is my first and one. It and it is really it. the McAuliffe Cigar of the Month this month. Yes. And we're going to talk a little bit about McAuliffe in a way that we normally don't. Because we have someone here tonight that has firsthand knowledge on just how easy it is to swindle McAuliffe out of money. I think that's me. I know. Oh, okay. Dude, you've won over $1,100. $1,100 in McAuliffe Through being an Amazon, I mean Amazon, an <laughs> ambassador. Wow, I've had a lot of drink. <laughs> so, I mean, dude, it hadn't been that long. No, just since what, um, March? You've won eleven over eleven hundred dollars since March. I didn't it's win not my even first a year. Contest until May. Wow! So, so past what five, six months, seven months. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and you know, I have to give credit to McAuliffe because they don't allow me to participate, and I guarantee you, every competition I would win. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know how competitive I am, but when it comes to pictures. Writing a poem, you know, if, there, if they were like having a McAuliffe poem contest, right. I would write the coolest. Uh, you'd have that all day long. I'm not writing poetry. Oh, okay. I've actually got one I'll let you read sometime. I think it'll blow you away. All right. Anyway, this is also, guys, our three-year anniversary show. And it's mm-hmm. like, holy crap. And in three years, 
I'm, you know, the one thing that I'm really proud of in three years, we've only missed doing one show. Nice. And that was the week I had COVID. And I mean, when you can't be around your partners, you can't do a show. You can't do a show. I made a mistake, though, because when I couldn't put out a show, I said to myself, well, you know what? I'll just put an after show out in its place. That was not a good idea. Not a good idea. Ratings dipped for like six weeks after that. <laughs> after shows and after show for a reason. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, to a specific. It's like group. like the cigar community is a niche. Yep. The after show is like a microbiology niche. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's a niche of a niche. Yeah. It, it, the cool thing about the after show is the people who watch that are like the guys that I just enjoy hanging out right. with. You know what I mean? It's like, it's literally no different than me and you and Larry and Ed. The guys that hang out at the Hanging leaf, out Larry. at the Leaf. Yep. And so I want to say thank you to all the Patreon members. We appreciate your support. And I'm a little disappointed in you, though. I sent out a Merry Christmas email to all the Patreons, and only one Patreon so far has sent me back, hey, have a Merry Christmas. Right. It's time to, to reply to an email one time a year. Dude, I send out on average three emails a year. Yeah. And so the funny thing is two of them have been this month. <laughs> I guess that second one was too much. <laughs> so anyway, for the third year anniversary for Cigar Talk, I'm smoking a special stick. I was at the Leaf earlier today, you know, like usual. Like usual. And I picked up the Padron 1964 50th anniversary. Nice. That's a nice stick. It is a very nice stick. And I'm pairing it because this is the three-year anniversary. I wanted to pair it with something really nice. So in the bourbon world, I'm pairing it with the Eagle Rare. Nice. I Great choice. This is one of my top five bourbons. There you go. You know, I used to think it was my number one. It's not. But what keeps it in number five is that not only is it completely delicious, it's also 35 bucks right. for something of this quality. That's quality. And, I mean, you can use it for a special occasion or just a casual get-together. Right. Or if I'm sitting here by myself. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like it's just that nice bourbon that for 35 bucks it should be I'm not going to tell you how much it should cost because I'm not paying that. But anyway, uh, I'm pairing these two together. We're going to talk about that throughout the show. If I forget, say, hey, man, how's that pairing up? Because John Lane wants to know. Perfect. Now, if you, you haven't met John Lane I have yet. Not met Lane. I am going to introduce you in the very near future. He's a good friend to me. He's near and dear to my heart. I mean, the dude is just a solid dude. Right on. We have a bunch of them. Yeah. You got to get on the Discord. I need to get on the Discord. You, I mean, I know you've been on other Discords, and yep. you're like, that's not for me. Our Discord's not the same. Our guys legitimately have relationships with everybody around the nation. Well, and I know some of the guys that are yeah. on the Discord already, because a lot of them are ambassadors. I very, very intently had to think of which word I wanted to use there, <laughs> have been thinking about, though, like blocking a couple of people. 
Really? Yeah. You know Bill White? Yes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bill, you know we love you. I know you think I'm mad at you. I'm not. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we have a great time. You should drop by and we'll do it. I need to check it out. Yeah. So anyway, guys, and there's a train going off in the background. We have the door open because it's a beautiful night. So if you hear the train going by, just, you know, it is what it is. Lean in and listen. Right. Look, listen, and live. There you go. So anyway, uh, we're going to talk about our, we're going to break it up. I, you know what I figured out is I don't like doing all of our sponsors at once. Perfect. It's too much. Right. And even though it's always different, you know, it's still 20 minutes worth. You space it out a little right. bit. Right. everybody there. And, and I've got good feedback on that from very uh, respected sources. Nice. So anyway, let's jump into our first sponsor, which is the Leaf. We have the logo on the wall next to you. Bam. And here's all I'm going to say. Down in the show notes is the phone number. You can call him up, and Jay will take care of you 150%. And if he doesn't give you complete satisfaction, and I'm not, this is how you know that I'm not bullshitting, is, you know what? If you order something under $12 and you're not happy, I'll pay you back. <laughs> under twelve dollars not go wrong there but you're not going to be not no satisfied. and you know and what? it doesn't matter if you get jay scott alan colton Dwayne, any of the guys dude i was talking to zaka earlier and he was like dude i i order from jay more than blah 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 yeah and he's like the dude has my credit card on file i just call him up and say hey this is what i want i hang up and whatever i ask for shows up you know what I mean? I don't have to put in my credit card. I don't have to put it in my address. He's already got it all set up. I've seen him. He puts those orders together right then as soon as he gets off the phone, starts boxing it up, Ovita packs, packaging everything up so nothing gets damaged. They're, they're ready to smoke as soon as they hit your mailbox. And for the people who could possibly come locally, if you're within 50 miles, I highly recommend it. I know I always say that. Well, okay, 100. I know guys that drive from here to go to the AME, yep. which... That's a great shop. Yeah. But what Jay has done and created, I it's, it rivals no other shop that I've been to. And it just continues to get better. Yes. And, I mean, he listens to the customers. We know that. He rearranged the furniture, and you threw a little wall-eyed fit, and then he moved it. No, I'm just kidding. Well, no, I actually did throw a suggestion out there, and he took it. Right. And, he I mean, most and I shops would be uh, like, hey, uh, this is my place. Right. It's It's cozy now. Yeah, it really is. And that was, where were you this morning? I, I, I had my kid this morning. I went to the rock show. Well, I knew that, but I thought you were going like at two, so I was expecting you. No, no, we ended up going straight off the bat. First thousand people got a free rock, so I wanted to get my free rock. And was it cool? No. Oh. I mean, it was a lump of coal. I do. <laughs> so you took your daughter to the rock show. Yeah. I got to ask, and this if it's personal, just tell me it's none of my business. How much money did you drop while you're there? I Honestly, I didn't spend anything. My dad came in and paid for everybody. Oh. All, my <laughs> nieces and nephews all came, and Papa took care of everybody. I, I, I was going to say I'm disappointed in you, but I know that you don't drink. Right. Because if I would have been there, I'd be like, hey, let's all go to the liquor store next. Right, right. <laughs> if, well, you, if you're paying. <laughs> I told her, you know, I said, you know, go get at least 20 bucks worth of stuff. She does so good in school and everything else. I mean, you got to reward Now, that. what grade is she in? She's in fifth grade. Oh yeah, that straight A dude. Student. That is such a fun age. Yep, it gets worse. I know it's all downhill. Yeah, it really well. It comes back around at the end. 
And when I say in, not the relationship, just how old you are, right. <laughs> you're at the end. <laughs> so anyway, so look down in the show notes, and we'll have the phone number for the Leaf. You can call them up. They'll do. They carry. I mean, if you want to look at just our sponsor cigars, yep. they got Tabanero, they got McAuliffe, and then they've got everything else. Dude, I you know what? They even have Steve Sockin now. Yeah. And I mean, so anything that we decide we want to smoke, he brings it he in. He brings it in. And so I'm actually going to talk to him in January about let's ramp up the Tatawahi. Nice. I have Mo from Tatawahi coming on. And I was like, dude, you got to help me right. get the Fausto in there. There we go. I mean, I, I shared several stick. of those with you. Yes. I mean, that's a great stick. And I got to say that Zeka gave me the recommendation. It's a good stick. And he's a big fan of Tatawahe. So, I mean, and I've smoked personally with Zeka twice, and the dude knows his shit. Right. So, I've smoked a handful of, of Tatawahe's. I've never had a bad one. You know what I didn't I wasn't really that big of a fan when I first tried them because you know I I didn't know what I was looking for right. and when you they have a decent sized line. Yeah. And so I mean it'd be like you blindly walking up to the Arturo Fuentes and just randomly picking one. You know what I mean? Yeah. You might get you might get a gold. You're you're going to get a good stick, but you're not going to get what just really hits your palate. Right. And so you know I've never taken the time to do that with Arturo Fuente. I have. I, have you really? I've I've been smoking around the the blend a bit. Oh, nice. Lately. So tell me what you've learned. Um, I have smoked several opuses, and of course, now you know, see, so I I like. Let's not start with the opus. Let's start with the opus. Well, I just recently went kind of backwards. I started out with the opuses, and now I'm working on the cheaper end. Well, okay, okay, and, that, that uh, makes sense. I'm really digging the cheaper end. I smoked the 858. It's I think the 858 is a very overlooked Absolutely. cigar. You know what I mean? Cuz it's and let me tell you something. We used to have a friend down at the Leaf that would come in every so often. He owns uh what's that restaurant outside of town? Starts with a P, Perini's. Perini's Ranch. Have you ever met Tom? Oh yeah. Dude, Tom is as good as gold. Yeah. I just love hanging out with that guy. The only thing I'll tell you is he's a train nerd. Nice. Well, I don't know if it's nice, but anyway, that's what he is. <laughs> but no, every week it seemed like he would come in and buy a box of 858s, right. and that's all he smoked. Well, I, I couldn't can't. do that. I don't know if I could do that. I would not be a, I'm not a one stick guy. Right. I can't even smoke the same stick twice in a row. So every now and then I do. That's, it'd have to be it, phenomenal. Well, it has to be phenomenal or it has to be so cheap. I don't care if I finish it. That's true. Yeah. I guess you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we all have five Vegas gold. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm going to smoke this. And if it's good, great. And if it's not, I'm not going to finish it. Who cares? So anyway, that being said, check out the leaf. And then our next sponsor is Case Elegance. If you guys haven't seen, look at the link down in the show notes. They just came out with a brand new military footlocker humidor. And instead of the green, it's in flat black. And they're nice. only making 300. Ooh, limited That's edition. it. Limited edition. And if you use the code Cigar Talk Coin. They just ordered new coins, 
and it's the same as the one we have where it's our logo on one side and theirs on the other, right. except it's in flat black both sides. Nice. It's a blackout, blackout challenge coin. coin. My idea. So anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, check them out. There's going to link down the show notes. And if you're, if I mean, it's the holiday season. If you're looking for a humidor for yourself or anyone else, check them out first because I promise you the quality that you get versus what you pay. Right. I've bought humidors that were just as good but they were 550 dollars yeah and it was a beautiful humidor well it should be but right and so anyway check out them and let me know what you think if you have one shoot me a message and let me know i mean i know so many guys that's already taken the plunge and they love them so anyway that's going to wrap it up for our first section sponsors we'll come back after the break i've coming up during the break I've got a special guest, and his name is David Rinna. And the way that we came into contact was, are you a YouTuber? I mean, not producing, but watching. I watch a little bit of YouTube. I I was real big into it, and it just, you know how it is. It gets over time consuming, and you just have to kind of step away from things once that's, in a while. That's how I did with TikTok. Yep. Holy crap, that is a time suck. Yep. And there's a lot of stuff on there I don't need to see. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I was on YouTube. And, I, and you know, whenever I'm in the evening and it's late and I'm by myself, a lot of times I'll sit right there and watch the YouTube videos. And, you know, I get caught up on, like, the Dallas Cowboy news. I get caught up on, like, world shit because I don't watch TV. Right. And then, you know, I watch a lot of weird shit. And I come across, and apparently YouTube knows that I love cigars because they're always giving me cigar content I don't know about. Anyway, there was a, like, special event video done down in the Woodlands. You know where that is? Uh, Houston. Houston, yeah. Called The Blend. And The Blend is by Davidoff. Okay. And so they were having a special event, and the video was badass. Nice. I mean, like... Cinema photography, you know, badass music. Yeah. And so I looked to see who did the video and he had a channel and I went to his page and he had lots of cigar content. I was like, dude, come be a guest. Nice. And anyway, that's who we have uh, after the second break. We also have a in-studio guest and we have... Casey Hatcher with us tonight. You just met her tonight, yep. but she's a longtime cigar aficionado friend. Uh, for some reason, she trusts my judgment in the humidor. <laughs> and so we've, you know what? We've, we've had a good friendship, uh, friendship over the last four years or so back at the old leaf. And we used to sit in the office and just shoot the shit with Bill. There you go. Dude, you talk about a good day. Yeah. Hanging out with Bill, the stories he tells. Dude, today he told us the story of him going to Kazakhstan for a wedding. <laughs> Great story. Anyway, uh, we've got Casey coming up uh, after the first break. But before we get to that, let's do our pick six of the week. Okay. And I hope you're ready because I'm going to let you go first. I am ready. So. Oh, and he's wearing the elf hat. That's not a rooster. Yeah. <laughs> all right so pick three in no particular order is i'm going to start with the r2 Fuente 858 natural oh so you're smoking a natural i smoked a natural i and have you had the uh 
Maduro? I have not had the Maduro yet. Oh, okay. Uh, Maduro's have just not been... I haven't been feeling Maduro's lately. I've only smoked a handful in the past couple of weeks. You know, just, you know what's funny is you say that. I think I've smoked about six Maduro's in the last month. Yeah. And I mean, when we average out 240 cigars in a month, six is nothing. Not, yeah. I mean, that's not, not even 10%. 10%. Yeah. So not even one percent. Okay, yeah. rub it in that you're better at math than hey, me. Well, yeah. I see how it is. That's how it is. But uh, really enjoyed that stick. Smoked one yesterday. Uh, I've never had an Arturo Fuente natural. This is great. I'm going to jump on that. That's a good stick. Uh, the second one was a stick I just got in. Uh, the Alec Bradley White Gold Connecticut Robusto. How many of those do you have? I only got in five. Do we have them at the Leaf? No. So I'm going to be looking for one. Yes. All right. Just want to make sure I'll we're bring, on the same page. I'll bring you one. If you got five. I'll bring you one. I'm definitely going to be looking to order some more and talk to Jay about getting these in because they are fantastic. Awesome. Really I, nice, and, smooth Connecticut. And, you know, for me, Alec Bradley's all over the place. Yes. I think they have some good sticks. I think they have some mediocre sticks. And I think they have some fantastic sticks. Yeah. Uh, I know the Connecticut that we're carrying at the Leaf right now. Uh, I know there's a few guys that like it. Big Larry's one of them. He loves that Connecticut. Oh, I smoked yeah. it. wasn't wasn't quite up to where didn't I, hit your spot. Didn't hit me, yeah, the white gold knocked it right out of the park. First now, puff. now, knowing that we actually, it's kind of interesting because our top three or four Connecticut's are very. They they sh all are in the top four. They just share different positions. Exactly. And so knowing that we have that much in common on the Connecticut's, <clears throat> what would you tell me about this, Alec Bradley Gold, whatever the you said? The white gold Connecticut would probably, with it just being my first smoke, I need to smoke it a couple more times. With it being my first smoke of it, I'm putting it at number six. Wow. Already? It's Now, just in the Connecticut. Just in the Connecticut. Okay. Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. Overall, it's, it's... It's not top 25. No. Not yet. Maybe after I smoke a couple true, more. True. It could work its way up there, but... There's not a cigar that deserves to be in your top 25 that you haven't smoked 10 times. Well, at least three. At least three. You have to smoke it. I yeah. smoke a lot. Right. I don't smoke quite as much as you. I smoke four to five a day if I'm... If I'm lucky. If I smoke four to five a day, I think I could afford a new truck. <laughs> All right. Number three is a gift from you. Oh, which is the dude. Macaulay nice Leander. burn. I just I mean, now saw that ash. I haven't even ashed it yet. McAuliffe the number two. This is a great stick. It really is. And now how do you, you said you love the number one. I love the number one. But you know what's interesting is. That's like a different stick. It is. I mean, you still get that blend, but it smokes completely different. Yes. And I mean, I I love that one. That's my and I like the Vitola. You I'm, know, I'm, Vitolas are very important to right, me. Right, right. I'm really enjoying the stick. I don't know that it will overtake the number one in my order, but so far it's great. I don't know what the length is on the number one. Do you? Seven and a quarter. Okay. It's that quarter yep. that gets me yep. over the number two. That yeah. number two is perfect. I think the number two is what, five? I believe that's exactly right. Right. And I want to say it's like a 56. With that could be a 50. Torpedo. could be a 54. Right. With the with the crazy torpedo. And I angle cut them and 
Uh, I really enjoyed this stick. Very nice, man. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. And, you know, the night is young. I'm sure you can smoke another one or we can do something completely different. <laughs> while uh, we're, you know what? My glass is empty while we're, oh, look, Larry says we're done right when you're done with your top three. But yeah, we're just going to cut out Rob's cut out top Rob's. three. Nobody yeah. cares. Hey, Brian's smoking the good you, stuff. You see, I'm trying to pour a drink with you the know, lid on. If that works for you. <laughs> We're going to be here for a while. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, I think that when you start pouring your drinks with the lid on, you probably are getting exactly what you need. That's probably true. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. So, you know, I have been hot and heavy all freaking week. And I guess I should preface that on cigars. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was down at the dog track. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, no, Tabanero has been kicking ass for me, dude. Third. And here's the thing. We only have four of the facings at the Leaf, yep. and I have been knocking them all out. And today, I bought my first Robusto. And what's the name of the cigar? The Nero? No, the, the $28 Robusto. Oh, uh, the Patriarch. The Patriarch. So, I... You know what i I didn't want to buy. Is it the robusto? I mean, the Toro Torp or the torpedo? Torpedo. Okay, I'm more of a robusto guy across the board, right? And as we've talked about it, I mean, just in my amateurish opinion, I think that cigars are blended to be the best they can be in the robusto. Correct. I mean, that's just my opinion, right? I'm not rolling cigars. I'm not blending. So, you know, I don't know. I've heard the same thing. Right. And, you know, I've heard things about a pizza place in some other state where they're, like, doing shit in the basement. So, you know, that's not <laughs> true either. So I'm just saying. So, you know, exactly for the Robustos for me. And you know what? When I try it, if I, if I love it and it knocks it out of the park, but, you know, I'm a budget guy. Right. When you smoke the amount of cigars that I smoke, that you smoke, we can't be smoking $28, $50 cigars all day. Oh, not all day. I mean, I would love to. Right. I mean, dude, how nice would that be? Oh, absolutely. Be if, if you're just like, hey, get over here with that. You know, I, I try and do that once a month at least. Do you really? Yeah. Where you smoke those all day? No, not all day. But oh. You know, where I smoke a $28 stick. I was like, holy shit. Uh, that'd be nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I try to do that at least once every two weeks. Yeah. At least. Sometimes it's once a week. You know what? You, because when you smoke a lot of cigars like we do, and you're smoking some cigars that some people would be like, oh, that's a cheap cigar. Right. Well, it's a good cigar. It's just not fantastic. Right. And the thing about it is if you smoke 15, 20 fantastic or good cigars, it puts you in the mood for a badass cigar. For a great cigar. And that and that just makes it that much better. Exactly. Just like smoking this. And by the way, you forgot to ask me. This is pairing fantastic. Okay. The thing about it is, now I know you don't drink anymore, but have you ever had Eagle Rare? I had never tried Eagle Rare. Okay. So Eagle Rare, I believe it's eighty four ninety proof. I don't remember. Let me look on the bottle and I can't <laughs> you know, I can't see shit anyway. <laughs> Anybody know off the top of their head how much proof this is? It's 45%. It's 90, so 90, proof. 90 proof. And that is the smoothest bourbon out there at 90 proof. Nice. Period. Nice. And the thing about it is that is not my favorite 
attribute when it comes to bourbons. I like bourbons with a little spice and a little flavor. I just don't like to get, you know, Booker's right. wild. Right. And so at $35, that's what makes it just great. And I got to say with this 1964 50th anniversary, this is giving the Eagle Rare that strength that I enjoy on other bourbons that this bourbon doesn't have because it's so smooth. Right. And it's really a good pairing together. So the cigar is picking the bourbon up. It really is. Nice. And like, I think this bourbon would also go perfectly with like a Tabanero Habano. I bet. And it would not have the same effect because you have the smoothness. Or I would even actually smoke the Connecticut from Tabanero with this because you're getting all that creaminess from the Connecticut. Right. And then you're getting this. Yeah, exactly. Because you're not getting any spice out of the Eagle Rare. Right. So anyway, that's an update for John Lane. Anyway, uh, I guess let me go ahead and knock out my top three, and then we'll go to a quick break, and then we'll bring Casey back. And let me tell you guys, when I say cigar aficionado, she makes me and Brian look like we started smoking cigars yesterday. She <laughs> is the know-all, be-all. Oh, no, no, no. That's not her. <laughs> that's Deborah. Oh, okay. <laughs> we just smoked on <laughs> Boom. Right. <laughs> so anyway, uh, this week, like I said, I've smoked a lot of t- Tabaneros, and I'm getting ready to smoke that one. But just out of the gate, yesterday, I went to the Leaf and smoked back-to-back the Connecticut from Tabanero, yep, and then the Habano. Done that, and dude, what a perfect like when you start a really nice cigar and you want to like just ease into the next one, right? That is a great like segue. It's a perfect transition, really is. And I mean, so that's been awesome. And then yesterday I was up at the Leaf also, and I smoked a Medallia. Okay. And you know, yeah, that's my that's a go to. That is now my go to with the Tabanero Habano. Those okay. two are now like pulling at me, sitting on top of each other. Yeah, they're like, hey. <laughs> and so, but how awesome is it? They're literally what a foot apart, exactly. So I can pick up both of them at the same, at the same time. time. Perfect. So anyway, that's my pick three. That uh, if you have some other ideas, what we should try, let us know. We're always looking for sticks that we haven't smoked yet. So send me the message, and we'll find them and we'll smoke them. Sounds good. All right, man. Well, we're going to take a quick little break. We'll bring Casey back. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after a quick break. Hey, guys, thanks for hanging through the break. We've got Casey Hatcher with us today, and she's spreading Christmas cheer, wearing the Cigar Fellas Cigar Social. If you guys haven't checked them out on Instagram, let me tell you what. Those guys made me completely change what I thought about New Yorkers. Like, you know, in Texas, we have a certain stereotype Uh that we think they're like, busy they're rude they don't want to talk yeah i hooked up with these guys just in conversation on the phone and we 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 talked for an hour just about random stuff not about you know anything did their accent bother you not at all i mean i'm i'm kind of jealous because my accent is shitty what 
what? You know, I got that West Texas thing going. It's not really my accent. It's the fact that I'm disabled mentally, <laughs> and I can't pronounce a lot of words because I grew up in West Texas. We have our own vernacular. vernacular. Yeah. Yes. How about that? Vernacular. vernacular. People, I, every once in a while, I throw a zinger out there, <laughs> and there's people that are like, wow, Rob said vernacular. They're impressed. They should be. <laughs> so anyway, so as I was saying before, I think that maybe we started hanging out about 2017. Yeah, something like that. Wow, that's four years. Mm-hmm. Almost five. Yeah. Time flies. It really does. And, and I didn't see you for like a year during COVID either. Well, right. Where you were you? Like MIA. Well, where were you that people saw you during COVID? I don't know. I mean, you weren't at the cigar <laughs> shop because you could only do curbside service. Mm-hmm. Did you do that? Uh, I want to think I did it once or twice, maybe. And so, but yeah. But you, I think that you and I, when we go to the leap, we go at different times. So. Yeah, like I go from whenever they're open mm-hmm. until they're closed. Yeah. So I don't know when you're going, but yeah, you're I guess. Back in the special room. That's true. I, I'm in the padded room in the back. <laughs> I've got a chain around my neck. Anyway, no, so yeah, because sometimes you don't even come back and sit. You just go in and get cigars and leave. I'm typically one of those. I get there right when they open, get in, get out. Go I on. rarely get there right when they open. Yeah. I d- Today, I was racing to get there because, you know, we meet there. And you didn't show up. I've told you, come down on Saturday. I I know. Are you aware who was there today? No. All-star cast, besides me. Mm -hmm. We had Larry. Okay. We had Ed, and we had Bill. Well, that's like the trifecta right there. Right. And I'm just happy to sit there and listen. I And I don't do that very often. You don't listen? I don't listen very often. But when you have Ed and Bill and Larry, and they're all shooting the shit, mm-hmm. you want to listen because there's a lot of good stories going on. Oh gosh, yeah. I mean, most of them are made up, I'm pretty sure. But as long as they don't tell me that, I'm good with it. Exactly. I do want to come sometime. I need like a formal, like, hey, you know this what? is happening. Next Saturday, it's just going to be me and Bill. Ooh, okay. So how about you, Brian? Are you going to be there? He he tries to be there. He's there on occasion, okay. but the what are we? It's a staff meeting. Yes, yes. The fraternity faculty, the faculty, faculty, the faculty meeting, yeah, the yeah. Faculty meeting. and so there's like a set core of us that we try to always go. But sometimes, you know, on the holidays, people do dumb things like go out of town. Mm-hmm. Are you going out of town? Uh. As of right now, no. In fact, today I was looking at Broadway tickets to see if I could make it up to New York by chance to go see some Broadway shows, but I don't know that that's going to happen. There's too much going on. Like, did you look to see what they have going? Oh, yeah. Any good shows you want to see? So the ones I want to see are To Kill a Mockingbird. Cause oh. Nope, no, 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 hold on. Jim- I love that. Oh, do you really? Oh, okay, To Kill a Mockingbird? That's an American classic. Okay, so Jeff Daniels is currently Atticus Finch. Wow. And he's playing that until January 2nd. Jeff and Daniels is amazing. He really is. He, yeah. I mean, people don't give him credit because he did Dumb and Dumber. Right. But you know what? Even in Dumb and Dumber, he was perfect. Yeah, he was. So anyway, go ahead. So Mockingbird. Is, the screenplay was written by Aaron Sorkin, which, you know, he did the newsroom and West Wing and all that sort of stuff. So he wrote this one and Jeff Daniels is starring in it right now. And then Greg Kinnear will take over for him. So I've looked at going to that one just to see Jeff Daniels, honestly. 
And then I have for several years now wanted to see the Book of Mormon. And I don't even know what that's about other than Mormons. It is a couple of missionaries off. And I think they're kind of, you know, they're on a mission. And I think they're kind of hit with, you know, what they believe and then what they encounter. And it's. That that, like that that oh it's so, funny I, it's, it's I funny, I'm yeah. like if if I, <laughs> I don't see going to a theater to watch actors tell me theology no, bullshit it's it pokes fun at everything okay okay and I'll tell you this so here's what's cool the Mormon Church and I'm not Mormon years ago and I don't know my sister's do it. Mormon and she has 15 kids shut up seriously why, why would you want that many why. I can't answer that because I don't want. You know, the more you have, the odds are one's going to go wrong somewhere. Like, I mean, with me, if I had fifteen, I'm guessing six of them are going down the shitter. Exactly. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh! So no, the Mormon Church they put in at one point an ad that said, "Hey, the play is good, the book is better," or something like that. And I was like, "Man, that's like really brilliant advertising because they're not knocking it, but they're using it as an opportunity to, I guess, get people to convert or something." And so, you know what my theory is? I was just talking about this particular thing with a friend of mine who's a cigar aficionado as well and we're talking about it and i'm like you know when someone says you should read this book it's great i'm like is there a movie and they're like no and i'm like if it's not good enough to be a movie i'm not gonna watch it but then the movies aren't as good i don't know because i don't read the books i just watch the movies okay did you ever see the movie Patton. I've seen parts of it, not all. Oh. I know. Are you serious? That's what you throw out at me, Patton of all things. I've seen that movie more than any movie on the planet. And I Oh shit, I spilled my bourbon. Anyway, I I did my ninth grade biography report on Patton. I did my sophomore biography report on Patton. I did my junior biography report on Patton. And then in my senior year, I didn't have to do one because they like pulled me out of English to go take some drug rehab class. Mm -hmm. So I missed that. And you know, thing is like, let's do a psychological study on your thing with Patton. That's what I'm. Did you see the movie? I just said I saw a parts of it. He was a badass. I mean, in real life, this is not someone that's made up like, you know, born identity. This is a dude that like said, you know what? Let's go kick some ass. And the guys were like, yeah, let's go kick some ass. So, yeah, I I mean, Ed, were you impressed by that guy? See there? And you know why Ed says that? Because he's a man's man. He's not a man for another man. He's a man's man. So anyway, yeah. I. So what other plays? I, I didn't mean to get off on Patton. Uh, those are actually the only two I was looking at. Oh, boo. Are you serious? That's your only two choices? I've seen a lot of the other ones that they have. Like what? Have you seen Cats? Yes. And I Is that cats. awful? It's, it looked- it's one of, I would say, I don't understand why anyone even remotely would like that. It's There's no plot. Well, here's the thing for me. I don't like cats. Like the ones that like walk through my yard. So I can promise you, I don't want to be at a play watching what I would like to run over. 
I just know I saw it when it came. It was a smaller production, and I'm like, "There's no plot to this. It's every scene a cat gets up and sings a song. That that's it." Yeah, I I don't get it. So what 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 plays have you seen? I've seen a lot. That well, well, let me ask you. I'm not doing my question. You got to listen. Have you been tested for ADHD? Have you? I have, and I qualified, (laughs) and I'm on Adderall right now. So, no. What is your top three? Broadway plays of all times. I, I will say I don't know of anything that can beat Hamilton. That would be number one. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Oh my I'm god, I hate that play. What do you hate about it? Oh, it's just so brutal listening to all that singing. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a musical person. Then why are you going to a musical? I'm not. <laughs> But my wife and kid loved it, and they're watching it on TV, and they're like, oh, you got to sit down and watch this. And I'm like, no, I'm heading out to the shed. So So that's your number one. You did see all of Hamilton? No, I saw like 30 seconds. You're critiquing something you saw 30 seconds of. That's like three and a half hours long or four. Okay, okay. There's another reason I don't want to watch it. It's three and a half hours long of that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? If you don't like 30 seconds, you're going to. My wife knows better than to punish me and make me watch three and a half hours of that. Now, my son, my daughter, my wife, everybody they know that I know they know loved it. Everybody I know hated it except you. Um. No, everybody loved it. I don't know who you're hanging out with. Brian, <laughs> Ed, Ed, and Larry. Larry. Larry loved it. But we 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 accept him even though that we know his Let's think of a good word here. His opinion of musicals is garbage. We still like him. Anyway, no, no. Okay. I, I'm not a big musical fan okay. in the first place. So I think all the ones I'm going to say are musicals. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I know. I know. Wicked was great. Like drama. You don't like drama? I love drama. In fact, that's mostly what I watch on TV. I watch dramas. Like what? Oh, gosh. Name something. Ozark. Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, well, we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. Okay. So back to the musicals. <laughs> Go ahead. Hamilton, if Hamilton's number one, Hamilton isn't going to be number I one. I can only imagine that your list is on fire, headed for Earth at like five thousand miles an hour to crash and burn. Hamilton is number one because of the sheer amount of creativity in that. That's going to be why it's number one. Okay. Okay. Now, one of the other ones that everybody loved that I could not stand was Dear Evan Hansen, and they just made the movie about it. Absolutely hated that. Is that like in connection with Hamilton? No. It's oh. just, it's another show that I went and saw it. It was, hey, it was it's a big a, deal. It's, and- it's another shitty show, <laughs> but it has nothing to do with Hamilton. Nothing. So you got Can Hamilton. Can I borrow that lighter Absolutely. from you down there? Thank you. Let me, I'm going to teach you a little lesson. Okay. The lighter goes in the middle. Well, it was on your side earlier, so. Well, that's the other place it belongs. Okay. I'm like, I don't just know Just so you know. Are. The rules keep changing. Yes. They always and you're critiquing things you saw thirty seconds of. So, okay, fair enough. You're a headline reader, aren't you? I am. You know what? I ain't got time to read all that bullshit. <coughs> all right. So number three. I don't know that I have them ordered. Wow. I know. So there's. N- I can tell you what I don't like. Let me let me let me ask you this: okay. What's your favorite 
non-musical. In terms of a play? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Have you done a lot of drugs? <laughs> did your did I, your parents I do have, a lot of LSD? You know, unfortunately, I have to say I have never done a single drug. So, oh, we'll stick around till after I, the show. I know, I'm telling you, I, <laughs> we're I, joking. I, I have not experimented in that way. I so. did back in the eighties. How old were you in the eighties? In the eighties like or last week? No, eighties. I love the eighties. Okay. Holy, I you know I graduated in eighty seven. You probably weren't even born. I was born by eighty seven. Good night. Okay, so what? Eighty six and a half. Eighty five. Oh wow! So anyway, so what's your favorite non musical? I don't know. That's a good question. Um, we need to come back to that one. I need to think on that one. Somehow. How many non musicals have you seen? Probably not that many. Most of them are musicals. So it should be pretty easy to go this one or this one. I've seen a lot. So I'm like, uh, I know. Robert, swear. Uh, while you're thinking, I'm going to pour another drink because I spilled half of that one. Uh, I don't know. Like, that's a, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one. Okay. I didn't realize you had such a thing against musicals, though. I will I, say this. I, I don't like West Side Story. I don't like it. I don't know that one. Yeah, I'm like... It, now, wait a minute. In, what, that was a television show with a everything. dude from Archie Bunker. Isn't that right? West Side Story? Or am I thinking of something different? You're thinking of something different. I'm thinking of Mississippi Burning. Never mind. So, anyway, did you like Mississippi Burning, the movie? I did not see it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, why are we even friends? I don't know. At Can you point. leave, please? <laughs> Holy shit. No, I'm just kidding. So, anyway, back to... We started smoking about four years ago together. Yes. And my question is, like, how long had you smoked before that point? I started... Because you were smoking a lot of good cigars when I met you, yeah, which was but, impressive. Well... Now, was that because give, Bill... Give, I was going to say, I'll give credit to Bill, Jay, and Scott at The Leaf. They know their stuff. They pick out really good sticks. Yeah, they really do. Um, I remember going in there the day I turned 18, and there was a guy, he wasn't on staff, he was just a client, and he started talking to me about cigars, because I said, hey, I want to smoke one on my 18th birthday. And we got to talking about it, and he told me just a lot of different, you know, stuff that he had, you know, smoked over the years. And one of them that I will never forget is he said that he had smoked a $75 cigar, and I'm like, holy cow. Like, Do you remember what it was? No, but he just said it was almost like three different ones blended. Oh, together. yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that called, Brian? <coughs> Brian. Brian, I mean. I'm sorry. You know, the, the three cigars twisted together. Yes. Uh, the Calibre. The Calibre. Okay. He didn't say what it was, but he just said that that's, it was three together. And have you smoked one of those? No, Ever? No, no. I can't justify 75 bucks on this. For on three stick. cigars. But how long does it last? I mean, it's a regular cigar, and okay. it actually lasts a little bit longer. Okay, but I will say this: the first time I smoked one of those, mm -hmm. I thought, "This is a joke. <laughs> this is dumb." But you know what? Even though when you take them apart, that one cigar is like a twisty straw. Mm -hmm. It smoked great really? the entire time. I thought, there's no way I'm not going to have burn issues. It's going to go out. It was amazing. Yeah. So, and the only reason I smoked one because it was free. Oh, well, there you 
go. Right. Okay, I mean, I if you could, you would try it absolutely. if it was free, but you don't want to blow 75 bucks on something that looks stupid. Exactly. Yeah, I'm with you. So I, ever since then, started going, you know, once every few months or so and ended up getting more into it just Honestly, as a social aspect of people, um, I tried a cigarette one time, took two puffs. Like, hey, we, we have one in here somewhere. <laughs> I, I, Ed, Ed brought it and. I'm like, no, that's not becoming a habit. No, yeah. That's just. Cigarettes are disgusting. They're gross. I don't care. Now, I know there's some people that like hang out at the Leaf that love their cigarettes. I think they should leave the Leaf and never come back. I, I said it. And. Scott Fritz can join them. <laughs> anyway, uh, do you know, like, when you get a cigar that has a bad draw, mm-hmm. like you can't get any airflow, yeah. what do you do? Uh, I will do my best to try to get as much airflow out of and, it. And what but, do you do to do that? Uh, I'll do the little, you know, puncture it. You, you ream it. Ream it, yes. So I don't do that. I thought you did. did you I, I tried it. And you know what my opinion is? If I have to ream it, it's not good. It's not going to smoke the way it should have mm-hmm. if it was rolled the way it should have been. Yeah. Now you can probably smoke it, get through it, but the whole time you're like, still just not right. No, and I think I'm one of those. I'm like, I'm trying to justify the ten bucks you just spent on it or whatever. I and, so, and I agree. You know. I I smoke a ton of cigars <laughs> and I get the value aspect of it, mm-hmm. but I also value the hour that I'm going to spend smoking mm-hmm. that stick. And if it's not carefree, I don't want to smoke it. Yeah. So so, so yeah, I uh, got into it honestly with. You know, like I said, the staff there pointing out um, ones that they recommended and trying that. And I'm one of those. I'll try any type of cigar that someone recommends, you know, at least once. And yeah. Stuff and, you know, found different ones that I like based off of that. And so, Let me ask you this, because there's been several times that you've asked me to pick out cigars for you mm-hmm. on a percentage scale. And I don't know the answer to this. Okay. So this is going to be just, I want you to be honest and tell me, because I'm interested. Okay. What percentage of sticks that I recommend do you enjoy? I would say off the top of my head, I can't think of a bad one you recommended. And you know what I say to that? Boom, motherfuckers! (laughs) 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 Well, and, and the cool thing is, is over the years... I recommend sticks based on what I've learned about your palate. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to like surprise you with something that I love that I know that you're not going to like. Yeah. And so honestly, it like, really makes it easy. There's only been one cigar in my life that I have gotten sick off of that made me literally puke. Which and one was it? It was called the Rodriguez. And I had it at... Um, at the gas station? <laughs> well, I got it at the mill, oddly enough. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And so, uh, anyways, uh, that thing, I don't know, something did not set right with it. But um, outside of that, I mean, my thing with cigars is I don't feel like I have a very refined palate to be able to pick out the different flavors. I mean, people will say, do you taste this? Do you taste that? And I'm like, I'm trying, but no. And so... And you know how I feel about that? Here, here, my ultimate enjoyment of a cigar comes down to three options. Okay. Number one is thumbs down, good, 
and thumbs up. If you fall into those three categories, we're good. If you fall into a category below the thumbs down, I will never smoke you again. Mm -hmm. And if you're a thumbs up, I'm fixing to smoke the shit out of you. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I recently ran across a guy who has a blog, and that's how he rates all of his travel destinations. It's like Thumbs up, thumbs down. Oh, okay. Um, Hate it, like it, love it, or something like that. So not the thumbs down and not not the the, thumbs. So not anything like what I just said. But he had criteria for why he would give something what he gave. Okay, and but so, that has nothing to do no. with the thumbs up, the even, and the thumbs down. That is correct, yes. All right, you're just making <laughs> shit up as we go, just like every other person we have on the show. Anyway, so... But what is your criteria for why you love it? So there's a wide range of cigars that I really, really do enjoy. I like... You know, I spent a lot of time in the trenches with a full-blown nicotine bomb Maduro that was like, you know, when you get done with it, I know I just smoked a cigar. Mm -hmm. And I can't hardly stand that anymore. Like, now I'm more of a medium body with a nice, you know, plethora of flavors. And I really like those medium to medium plus i even love the mild plus to mediums with a lot of cream and a lot of flavor and so for me now if i can find a cigar that i really enjoy those blends now if you make it about construction and it's freaking perfect every time i am all over it how about you I would say the same. I typically stick to, I guess, the medium and occasionally kind of some of the lighter bodied ones. But I will, I will do occasional the full body. But yeah, I don't feel yeah. like I like him as much. Um, Let me tell you a secret. On the full bodied cigars, no. have you ever? And I think I, I, I think I've actually picked one of these out for you before. Is the my father's Lee Bijou, nineteen twenty two? Yeah. Let me tell you something that's really nice now. Now that you're not into that full-blown kick-your-ass every puff, mm-hmm. go with the Robusto. Okay. It's perfect because you still get that full-bodiedness, but it's like you don't have to spend nine minutes in the ring with some badass dude punching you in the gut for freaking an hour you know what i mean it's like now i can enjoy what i used to love for 30 minutes versus once i get past 30 minutes it's too much yeah so that that's just like some science that i've developed and worked on for the last three years okay i like that what you got what got you into cigars (sighs) so i used to cruise around this elementary school that's creepy. Just well, <laughs> Larry says I can't tell that joke. Never mind. Never mind. No, uh, me and a good friend of mine, Tim Rickman, and we and I don't know if you know this. I'm sure you don't, but we've been best friends for 37 years. Okay. That's a long time. That's a long time. And I have a cousin who's a complete douchebag. We're not going to go into that because I did that on last week's show. But anyway, uh, me and Tim, we lived several hours apart. So I tried to go to Lubbock once a month. And 
to celebrate us getting back together, you know, to enjoy time together as best friends, we would go to a cigar shop. We didn't know shit. And I would walk in and I'd be like, you know what? This is a special occasion. Let's spend 20, 25 bucks on a cigar because it's only once a month at best. And I didn't know shit about cigars. I didn't appreciate whatever it is with we were smoking because I don't remember. I just know we were spending 20 to $25 on a cigar, which now that I reflect, it's like, of course, you didn't appreciate it. You didn't develop your palate. You jumped into something you had no idea, any expectations, you know, you just don't know. And so after going on the journey, now I find myself is like, yeah, I do still enjoy 20 to 25, 30, 40, $50 cigars on occasion. But now I appreciate it because I've made that journey. If you haven't made the journey, you shouldn't be spending $50 on a cigar. You know what I mean? Because I mean, I smoke a ton of cigars and I don't do that very often. That's a very big rarity. So if you're in New York or Florida or Atlanta or Texas or wherever, and you're smoking $50 cigars and you don't know what you're doing, dude, stop it. Stop. (laughs) Stop. So how do you recommend people refine their palates? You know, I don't think that there's any one recipe that will get you there other than just keep smoking and trying new cigars. Okay. That's how you define your palate. Because I've smoked a ton of cigars that I don't enjoy. And even to that length, I will say there's cigars that I didn't like two years ago that I really enjoy now. Because even though you say, oh, I don't like that, revisit it and find out what you didn't like about it. And a lot of times, because you've developed your palate, you'll be like, that's actually pretty good. I, I I just had made up my mind before I smoked it mm-hmm. that if it wasn't this, which is what I like, then I don't like it. Yeah. And when you get to the point where you're like, I enjoy all kinds of cigars other than infused. And if you like infused, don't listen to this show. <laughs> but anyway, no, I'm kidding. Kind of. So anyway, yeah, I mean, you know, we all develop our palates. And I mean... Me and you've been smoking together for four years. Right. How much has your palate developed now that you have been smoking four years and that you're like, okay, I, I have a good idea of what I like. And so when you try sticks, what is like the attribute other than advice that would make you pick a cigar? Hmm. I would say, I guess, I mean, obviously flavor, but I think, like you said, the the composition of it too, like is the it Vitola, easy? yes, the the size, yes. I when I started smoking cigars, I thought a six by sixty made me look cool as shit, <laughs> you know. And at the time, I mean, six seven years ago, I'm only forty five, forty four, you know. At that age, we're going through midlife crisis. We want to look cool. Mm-hmm. We do. And you too. <laughs> we too. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I, I think that once you get to where you understand your palate and you know what you like to smoke, the Vitola just plays a 
big role that you don't understand when you first start. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. now I can't hardly stand smoking a six by 60. No. Oh, <laughs> no, thank you. Although I did smoke a CAO flathead 660 last night, mm-hmm. but that's a box press. So it doesn't really give you that full 660 yeah. feel. And it's more like a, you know, even a 56, 58 is bigger than what I like. But, you know, every now and then I like to enjoy that cigar because it's a great cigar. Yeah. And, and I love that stick. So every now and then I'll smoke it. So when you go into a place like the Leaf that's got a ridiculous amount of choices, what is your, how do you go about selecting what you want to try? So like at the Leaf, I don't even know how many facings they have. I, I think it's somewhere between 172 and 84 million somewhere in there that's how many facings they have (laughs) and so when i walk in there i have a routine do you have a routine yeah so like and you know they've moved stuff around and i i like that because it makes me but i'm glad you do (laughs) well if you don't you're missing the point probably the point is, it makes you look around at cigars you've never seen yeah, before. Absolutely, it does. Right. And so now when I walk in, the first thing I used to see was the Arturo Fuentes. Yes. Now I see the Drew Estate Acids, and I'm like, eh, I don't want to stop here. I got to keep going. So, but the downfall of that is, right next to them on the south wall is the La Galera Connecticut's, which I love, but because I see that Drew Estate, I'm like, I got to get out of here. But no, I don't, when I'm looking for new sticks, I don't just walk around and look for new sticks. The first thing I do is I go see Scott and I say, hey, man, I would like to try something new. Come show me or go pick out cigars for me. And they know my palate to where they have never screwed me over. Everything I've tried, I've been like, dude, thank you so much for turning me onto that stick. And so it's not what I'm looking for to try. I want to utilize the experience of someone who has way more knowledge than me. Like, you know, I'm very much anti big cigar brand Romeo and Julieta, Cohiba. And you know what's funny is I remember you used to buy those brands. I did, yeah. Yeah. Because Back in the newbie days, yeah. And, and, right. <laughs> and now I don't hardly see you ever buy any of no, that. So the normal brands that I consider to be like not exactly conglomerate big, but like I still enjoy smoking Perdomo. I still enjoy smoking some Arturo Fuentes. And so those big brands, there's still some cigars that they have that I enjoy smoking. But most of the time, I already know when I walk into the humidor what mood I'm in, and I know what cigar that mood equates to. So even if I don't know the specific cigar, I know the general feel for it. You know what I mean? Do I, do I want a Habano? Do I want a Connecticut? Do I want a Maduro, a Corojo? And so when I go in there by myself, I'm like, Hey, I'm looking for one of these. How about you? I think I'm the same way with even like going to a brewery, like, Hey, what do you have that's new or something? Now are you a beer drinker? Cause I'm not. I honestly, I'm I'm not, but at our local breweries, which is what 
What do you mean? What What's the name of our local brewery? Like Grain Theory. If I we might as well there. give them a shout Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Grain to- Theory sucks balls, <laughs> but whatever is good for you, I appreciate. Burn. No, if I were to go into any of them, Grain Theory. And, and, and to be fair, I didn't drink any of their beer. Okay. I just ate their food. That's about right. Ugh, it Once was again. <laughs> How do you have French fries without ketchup? I don't want some dipping seaweed <laughs> stuff that looks like, you know, my dog died oh six weeks gosh, ago. You and your Heinz ketchup. Exactly. <laughs> and then they give you packets of ketchup instead of a whatever. No. They have a house made ketchup. No, they gave me packets. <laughs> okay. Because I was like, hey, the sauce sucks. You got ketchup? Yes. Okay, so it's really it's really like any type of establishment that you would go into anywhere. A a restaurant, a brewery, a breakfast joint, a cigar shop. Have you been to Sock Dolliger? Uh, yes. And what do you think about their beer? I've never had it. Uh, I, I like certain ones, um, but I typically go to, I would say, Green Theory or Peppy Slocum before. I've Sock. never been to Peppy Slocum or... Sock Dollager, I, so I don't really just you yeah because I don't the locals I don't, here. I don't drink beer. Oh, okay, um, so I I, I I support the local pinkies. <laughs> I support the local Philos. I you know we all Touché. Touché. everybody has to do their part. <laughs> yes, so I'm actually not a big beer drinker, but when I go there. I will always say, hey, like, what do you recommend or something? Any And honestly, like, that's some good advice I've been given just in, in anything. It's go to the place and say, what is y'all special? What do you recommend? And just try something different. And you know what my downfall on that statement is? Do tell Debbie Downer. Whenever someone says, this is our special, I'm like, <laughs> oh, so that's the shit nobody buys, and you're trying to pawn it off on us. Who hurt you? Let's talk about that. When I was four... My granddad invited me to play his favorite game. (laughs) And unfortunately, I can't tell the rest of that story on the show. That's exclusive to the Light 'em Up Crew Show. Oh, man. Do you have a psychiatrist sponsor yet? I do. No, I don't have a sponsor. I just have one. (laughs) He's actually pretty good. So, no, but it's like go in there and for anything and just say, what do you recommend? Like, what do y'all, you know, whatever, what is your specialty? What do you recommend? And so, Honestly, like the leaf is great for that. Um, the breweries are great for that. Again, I'm not a big beer drinker. Now, have you been to the R and R bar? I have not. Oh, well, I'll take it back. I went years ago. Years ago. So but it's, I heard it's shut down now. So it's, no, they moved. They're on South First. South First. Pretty sure they shut down. Yeah, what? They, they why? Down. I'm sorry. You need to keep up with the local. Well, let me tell you why they closed down. I don't know the details, but I know that the parents of the guy that owned the place were A&M fans. So that place was doomed in the beginning. Right. Today. So, hey, you know, I was guns up Texas Tech. Sorry, y'all went out of business. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Glad yeah. You're supporting those defunct businesses. I, I, you know what? I went there and got chicken fried steak, and they had like shaved jalapenos in the gravy. It was, it was good. Yeah. And while I waited for my food, I had a bourbon and met the family. No. Yeah. And I was like, can't wait to get out of here. So, no, I'm just kidding. They were really nice people. <laughs> so, like, what else do you do this? Lo- Did you buy cookies today? What are we buying cookies today for? It's the national holiday of cookies. No, I did not 
bad cookies. I went to a movie today. No. <sighs> well, my daughter sent me a link to like some local cookie makers, and I didn't have time. That's like another made-up holiday. I agree. People keep making up holidays. Let me tell you, for the people who don't know, today is December 4th. Hello, Larry. Larry, make sure he doesn't fall down. Anyway, uh, today, the holiday for me... You ready for it? I want to hear this. It's Zappa Day. What is that? Frank Zappa died 28 years ago today. Mm-hmm. You ever heard Frank Zappa? I have. Wow, I'm impressed. <laughs> have you? Do you know any of his music? Because I'm sure you don't. I mean, name something. Dirty Love. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know what? We're going to play the song <laughs> after this while we're on break. No, 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 no. <laughs> And here's the competition. Okay. I'm going to play a Frank Zappa song during the break, and I'm not going to tell you if it's Dirty Love or if it's It Hurts When I Pee. And then you have to tell me which song it is. And if you can't, I know you don't know Frank Zappa for shit. You know what? There's a good chance of that. Yeah. See, I knew it. I call a spade a spade when I know. Right? So anyway... I'm still going to play you. I want to hear it. Yeah. I can do it. I'm a, I, I'm a fan, not like 100% of his music because it was out there. But he was like this dude who lived his life to the fullest. Died at 53 years old. That's horrible. Yeah. He was stomped That's to death. literally like middle age. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm 52. So next year... Frank Zappa died. I don't know if you know this. He was trampled by a herd of camels in Dubai. I literally don't ever want to die that way. If I die that way, just say it was a heart attack. Like, no. It was made up. Okay. I, that's not how he died. He snorted some coke. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, so whatever. But anyway, I love Frank Zappa just because he was like the icon of being like, you know what? I'm doing it my way. You thought Sinatra did it his way? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Sinatra still had friends. You are very opinionated on music. That's I, not, I am. Yes, you are. I am. You're like, I, I hate Nirvana. They killed the guitar solo. Boom. I'm impressed you remember <laughs> that. But you know why you remember that? Because it's true. 100% Nirvana killed rock and roll coming out of the 80s. Aerosmith didn't? You know what? You know, you know who Courtney Love is? Yes. My hero. Why is she your hero? Because she killed that son of a bitch. <laughs> she, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, he deserved to die. <laughs> Although some people say it was suicide. I think she killed him, Courtney. and I support her 100%. She is mourning. She's in mourning. Yes, and I think <laughs> she's not a mourning person. Oh, okay. I think she's a woman of the night. <laughs> Whatever. Just saying. Did you not see the what is it the the what was the montage thing on HBO that oh oh montage yeah. of heck or whatever oh, it was called no, or whatever no, no. I I I thought you were going in a different direction oh I'm talking uh, about the the Kurt Cobain yeah I, I HBO documentary my brain heard menage a trois oh and, no and you said I, earlier I've got nothing yeah. to contribute on okay. that do I, you do you need to talk about that I have no personal experience with that <laughs> if anybody would like to help with that you just let me know no I'm just kidding so anyway so what else you got going on oh, before man. Christmas are you going out of town for Christmas 
But other than possibly going to Broadway? Possibly uh, Broadway, no. Now, who do you go to Broadway with? Uh, so I, so my sister graduates uh, next Saturday. How, sorry, next how old Friday. is your sister? So my sister and I have a 14-year age difference. And well, so, I know you're old. How old is your sister? <laughs> she will be 21. Oh, wow. She Holy cow. She's 21. I know. And so she graduates on Friday from, from? ACU. Evelyn wow. Christian. Interesting. And uh, so I had thought, eh, that might be something she could be interested in. We'll see. So regardless, anytime any of us graduate. If, if, you, if she graduates and wants to go. Oh, we're going. Does she have to pay? Absolutely not. This, uh, is, this is my gift. Hey, invite me. I don't want to go see like a musical. I don't want to go see a musical, but there's some cigar shops in New York I that can I bring me back some sticks. <sighs> All right, thanks. So what I heard is that the Leaf does not have things they have in New York. Is that what I just heard? Well, I mean, in some instances, <laughs> well, because like Martinez cigars is in New York, and you've probably never smoked one of those. I have not. No. So if you like walk in the humidor and immediately take a left, don't go all the way to the wall and then take a left. Just take the immediate left and go all the way back till you get to the wall and then turn and face to your left. You will see the Martinez cigars and I highly recommend the Maduro flat iron. Okay. Great stick. But Martinez, I will tell you this. Maduro flat iron. It's one of the very few full nicotine sticks that i enjoy and when you're smoking it it's like a very good stick you don't realize that it's as strong as it is and how did you discover this because i met their sales rep on instagram and we did a bunch of herfs together he sent me some cigars to try i loved them that's how jay found out about them okay so sweet yeah and they're just this small little shop in new york Okay, cool. Yeah, and last, well, we'll get to that. Do you have a cigar shop that you are, like, dying to go to and dying to try? I actually have a list. Okay. And you know what? I should do that on a show in January. Rob's list of cigar Absolutely. shops he wants to go to. Yes. I. You know what? Great idea. Hey. <laughs> so I'm not going to do any spoilers, but anyway, hey. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, we've been talking about having you on, and you finally, like, not so busy that you can give us the time of day. I'm we appreciate make it. you like Hamilton by the time this whole thing is done. You can focus your time and efforts on something that's way more productive. I promise it's you that. It's going to happen. It's not going <laughs> to happen. Enough bourbon, and you'll like anything. <laughs> Larry's like, that's true. <laughs> so, anyway, hey, thanks for coming on the show, and we would love for you to hang out and enjoy a cigar with us while we finish up. Thanks, Rob. Hey, oh, you know what? You forgot to remind me. We just got this in, folks. Something's changed. The interview is not going to be with David. It's going to be with Yonko, the owner of Tabanero Cigars. His cigar was number one in my top 25, I wanted to have him on the show, talk to him about what he thought about it, and talk to him about why he does what he does and how he does such a consistent job. So coming up next after the break is Yonko Tabanero Macedo. I don't know all the acronyms, but he makes badass cigars. We'll be right back after a quick break. Hey. 
Hey guys, I've been wanting to have a special guest on the show. You guys know, first of all, if you listen to the show, you know Tabanero is one of my go-to cigars. They actually pulled off Cigar of the Year for me. They're one of our sponsors. They did not get any benefit from being a sponsor in the selection of the Cigar of the Year. They won it on perfect construction, perfect burn, I mean, this thing is a pleasure to smoke every single time. So if you haven't smoked the Tabanero Sun Grown, you got to go out, check them out. There's a link down in the show notes. I promise you, you're going to love this cigar. I can't tell you how many I smoke, but I can tell you today alone, I think this is like my fourth one. So anyway, without ado, let's talk to Mr. Yonko Maceda, the owner of Tabanero Cigars. How are you, brother? I'm doing terrific, Rob. I, I'm really happy that you love my Robusto. That uh, makes me feel really, really proud. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> and, you know, I love it in the Toro as well, but normally I, I'm a much more of a Robusto guy. And, you know, the funny thing is when I started smoking cigars, I always smoked like the 6x60 because I thought that made me look cool, you know. And then once I started <laughs> really exploring into the cigar world – I, I now now man of of robusto or even sometimes smaller than a robusto I dig that profile. I learned that uh, when you have a robusto, there always leave room for you to want thing more. When you have a robusto or a smaller cigar, a smaller bitola, if it's something that you really enjoy, when you are that third quarter, you're already thinking about the next one. It's like, man, oh, what is next? <laughs> I, I tell people when I look down and I'm going into the third, 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 I start getting depressed because it's almost over, man. <laughs> and it happens a lot with a robusto. It has it has that bitola, it has that size. And I understand, you know, we start going to any sports or to the gym. We want to look cool. We want to look like we've done it, be you know, before. So we put a lot of weight. We put a lot of stuff, you know, to. You look aggressive. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and you, then, you know, there was a guy at the cigar lounge when I first started going, and he smoked an LFD digger. Do you know what that cigar is? Ah, uh, yes, yes. It's like, you know, huge. <laughs> and so, you know, you kind of think, oh, well, that guy knows what he's doing. I need to get a bigger cigar. And yeah. <laughs> I now, man, I can't stand smoking something that big. It's like, it's just too it gets boring. Yeah, yeah. It gets yeah. Boring. I mean, it gets you know, boring. I don't want to smoke the same cigar for two and a half hours. I understand. I so, understand. Well, hey, man, congratulations. We, we are, like, so thrilled about Tabanero Cigars. You guys are having a great year. People are starting to find out about your cigar. And, I mean, everyone that I've talked to at the Leaf, because, you know, the Leaf brought in the Tabanero line of cigars. Dude, they are loving what you do. And one of the <laughs> biggest things is, and like one of the guys, Brian uh, Wilcoxon, he, he's right there with me, man. We talk about how incredible this cigar is and your Connecticut's. And it's like you have taken it to the next level. Like, Thank you, bro. I could go... And I'm and I'm not telling you this because I'm not saying that you need to raise your prices. Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> but your cigars, your cigars are like up there at like the twenty dollar price point, the twenty two dollars. You know what I mean? And so, Thank you. when we buy your cigars for ten, eleven dollars, it's like 
that's a bargain because you're and dude i don't know how many times i get completely frustrated because i go spend 10 12 on a cigar and it's plugged it doesn't burn right i have not had a single issue with one of your cigars none thank you thank you thank you uh the factory says that it's a lot easier to deal with someone like me because I know manufacturing. I know cigar manufacturing. And they understand that I'm, I'm paying attention to details, but I don't put a lot of energy on little things that I know that will get better on the journey. You know, uh, uh, we ha- we're working with a natural tobacco plant. There's a lot of imperfections on, on failures, on wrappers, but when it comes to the construction, when it comes with a deliberate flavor on the cigar, I know what I'm looking for. And that makes them their life a lot easier. Because when we are blending, it's easy for me to say, no, it has too much of this. We need to lower the jalapa. We need to lower the stelí. And they go, okay, that's easy. We just put half a leaf. We put another binder of uh, umetepe and try. Once I try what I'm looking for, done. We don't have to be blending 50 cigars to get to that Robusto. I know exactly what I was looking on the Robusto and especially the Connecticut. So they make, uh, they say I make their life a lot easier. And it's, I, I'm, I, I believe it uh, keeps them inspired to keep, uh, to keep impressing me how good they are. Well, I, I tell you what, your factory is doing a fantastic job. And because what because you own your own shop and you have cigar rollers right there and that's how you started, you also yep. understand the rolling. You understand what it takes to be good construction. And so they also know that you're not going to tolerate semi-good no, work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah They're yeah. like, yeah. Hey. I, I on the first uh, batch, when we started the relation, I saw things that I could get better. But I said, I don't want to just press my foot right at the beginning of the relation. I'm just going to let them know that I know there was some flaws. We were we had some, some, some cigars right in the beginning that they were missing a little bit of tobacco. I, did, I wasn't getting that firm ash. I wasn't getting that dense flavor dense tones on the cigar and i know it was missing a little bit of tobacco but you've been around manufacturing you kind of learn how to deliver the message and i i would just go on a zoom meeting and i say let's go ahead and light up this and this let's go ahead let's start what do you think oh wow this cigar i think we need more tobacco i have the same opinion and then the big daddies there was supposed to be a full body cigar but with a lot of sweetness, uh, a lot of um, not not earthy tones. I didn't want no Dominican, and we tweaked the blend twice. And he kind of understood that even that I wasn't there physically, I kind of had an idea what position of the leaf they were putting on the big daddy that it was throwing off what I was aiming for. So he finally realized. And then we met in person, of course. And then we walk around the, ga- the Galera, see the cigar rollers. I brought some pointers that he probably thought I was not going to be able to see it. 
And he said, wow, you, you know about production. I said, yes, I know about production. Uh, you know, I learned for, from the Cubans that supposedly they know the stuff. So I have gained the respect that I really appreciate what I do. I love what I do. And they love to work with me. They, they, they see success in the near future. And they love that. I was having that conversation today here in the shop that we are a brand on that factory. The, the factory gets a sense of, of uh, seeing a, a beautiful future. Most of the other brands that he's making, he's not even disclosing that he's the one making the brands. Oh. But for Maceda, for Tabanero, there's no secret. We're working together and we're doing amazing cigars. Wow. That, yeah, and it all comes through in the cigar when you smoke it. I promise you that. So one of the other things I wanted to bring up, because I don't really talk about this aspect of cigars very often, but the actual cigar box that your cigars come in. <laughs> Tell me about that, man. In fact, I'll have to grab one and I'll show it at the end of this interview. But it's a beautiful box and it's put together in a way I've never seen a cigar box put together. And it's all wood. There's no metal locks. And I mean, it's it's a beautiful box. No how, nails, nothing. <laughs> yeah. How did that come about? Rob, I, I think the love, the love for the industry, the love for this amazing journey that i'm in that i can thanks god and people like you to allow me to to serve this industry um i said god i i need to find a way to package my cigars i need to want to uh, find a way to package my cigars and i talked to nicaragua i met people in nicaragua and in my mind i said my cigar is going to end up with an average cigar box what everybody has what can I do to set the difference, to make, to make my cigar boxes different to every, what everybody else has? And the other thing you got to understand that um, to make boxes completely by hand, it takes a lot of people. It takes a lot of work. So I said, God, you know, guide me, show me the way to do beautiful cigar boxes and not need a lot of people in the process. So... We bought the laser machine. I did a lot of research, and I was thinking about a CNC router or a laser cutter. No, no, wait, Listen. wait, wait, wait. Are you telling me that you came up with this idea? Yes, sir. Yes, wow, sir. Wow, <laughs> dude, I thought that somebody came to you with this no. amazing box. You came up with this. So is no. it laser? Because it looks laser. It's laser engraved and laser cut. It cuts all the pieces. We glue it together. It's something, something out of this world. People see it and they go, "I don't, wow, who's the who's the brain behind all this?" <laughs> yeah, because it, I'm gonna show it to everybody here. So there is no nails, no screws, no hardware. It's all wood, and then it's laser engraved with all the information on it. I mean, dude, this is a home run. I am blown away that you came up with this. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yes, it is. It is my credit, and, and I'm really proud because when you when you stand in front of a display and you see all the packaging done by us by Tabanero, it's it's a great feeling for such a small brand in his beginnings. Um, you know, being able to control the packaging, uh, cigars, uh, <laughs> it's so, a lot. So, it's, where, it's, where does the boxes get made? Are they made 
in Florida or they made right now? Right now, right here in Tampa, Florida. Wow. Right here in Tampa, Florida. I mean, look at these hinges. I mean, that is crazy. <laughs> that is so cool, man. I mean, this is yeah, like, yeah. I you don't see nothing else like it. Nothing else. Yes. Else. So I encounter a lot of opposition in the beginning, a lot of opposition because people were stuck on the cigar box. But this is not the typical cigar box. But this is going to break after you open it a few times. And I said, listen, don't keep looking at it as luggage. It's not luggage. <laughs> right. It's a cigar box. It's a presentation box. And, yes, I don't want to do the same thing as everybody else. I will believe we are different. I believe you're different, too. And, I mean, I think the box represents the craftsmanship that goes into your cigars. And, and that's why yes. I love it so much. Because, I mean, you could put a bad cigar in this box <laughs> and, it, and, it, and, it, and it wouldn't hold up. But when you put an amazing cigar in a box that deserves a great cigar, it all works together. Thank you. Thank you. And it's no secret that um, the way the way we are looking at the future, the way we are growing, eventually we will have to start making those in Nicaragua so the product can, comes in completely packaged. And, and I want to start growing roots in Nicaragua. Nicaragua is a beautiful country. It's a tobacco country. And I, I want at some point invite you there and invite my friends to, to Nicaragua. So when we take the boxes down there, there's a lot more room to do, to add more to the boxes, to add more uh, lithographic, screen printing, uh, hot, hot gold stamping. Those things, we can't do it here because it would take a lot of labor. So it doesn't really, it doesn't make sense to be able to you. do it here. Yeah. So, and they, they already have amazing box makers down there. So, I mean, what yes. they could add to what you have come up with, I yes. mean, the sky's the limit. Correct. And everybody that I have talked to about the idea, they don't feel threatened. They, they, some of them, they even believe it's not going to fly because it's a, such a totally different box. I know. I have my belief. And I know it's, it's people going to accept it. The industry down there is going to accept it. My clients here, they love it. They even ask me to do humidors. And I go, how am I going to do a humidor? You know, it's hard to compete with the beautiful piano finish humidors right. that they're making. And they said, but that's, that's your thinking run. We don't want that piano finish. We, we want you to get creative and do a humidor on your style box. I think okay. that would be I'll, very I'll, interesting. Yeah, I will work on that. <laughs> hey, well, you know what's funny, Yonko, is like, and I'm sure lots of people out there have like travel humidors, you know, where you yes. put four or five cigars and take them with you. Yeah. Like when I leave the house, I have a box, one of your empty boxes. I just throw cigars in a Bovetta pack in there, and that's my travel humidor. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I mean, it's like it, it, it works perfectly. And, I mean, most travel humidors only carry about five cigars. When I travel for a day or two, I usually take – I like to take 15 to 20 sticks. So, you know, yeah. I like to give a lot of cigars away. I also smoke a lot of cigars. So, you know, I can't just take five cigars because then I would be it out. It wouldn't work for you. Yeah, no, that won't work for me. So – I was talking to you earlier this month, and I was asking if you were going to TPE, and you said that y'all were actually going to go to the PCA this summer in July. 
I don't know if I'll be able to go there, but I am going to the TPE next month. And so if you are one of the first 10 people that come up to me and ask, I'm going to give you a Tabanero cigar. I'm just going to hand over and let you experience what I love. So I hope that I'll have some people. You know what? I already know I am because I've already got like three or four of them promised away. But come by and see me and we will enjoy a Tabanero cigar together. So, so what do you got planned over the next few months, man? I mean, Tampa, y'all never shut down like winter time. It's it never. Do you no. have you don't have winter? Do you? I mean, you're wearing a Hawaiian no. or shirt or bowling shirt. <laughs> There's no winter in here. <laughs> My wife keeps saying, "No, it's just coming later." I say, "Well, pretty soon it's going to be an entire summer, summer year because there's there's no winter here." <laughs> So this year has been pretty hot. You know what I would like to see? I would like to see pictures of the outside of your shop looking at the shop. I can't find pictures anywhere seeing that aspect of it. And I'm going to be putting up a bunch of pictures at the end of this video for you guys so you can see a bunch of the different cigars that Yonko and his team make because they have a whole line. And I love the Mike cigar, by the way, man. That was that was phenomenal. Mike, Mike. <laughs> yes, I love that, man. It was, it was it's like a, a, you know, you think that it's not very big. And so I could smoke that in like 30 minutes. Dude, that's an hour smoke. It's an hour smoke. Yeah. But a lot of people get confused. Yeah. And is that some way? Because I've noticed that some cigars naturally smoke slower. You know what I mean? Is that something to do mm-hmm. with the rolling or the tobacco or a combination of both? Oily tobaccos, oily tobaccos, and being so short, we pack it a lot more. That's even a cigar that if you don't treat it right or there's a extremely change of weather, even the wrapper can break because it's well packed. And the way they we break the leaf, being such a short cigar, most of the legs, are, the legs of the leaf, they're, they're thrown away. We not place it back into the cigar. So as soon as you light up, you are in the middle of the leaf. So you're getting a lot of flavor right away from the beginning when you light up such a so you you know, just, short cigar. You, you kind of skip out on the first third and dive right into the meat and potatoes yes. of it. Wow. Yes, sir. That, yes, sir. That's yes, exactly sir. what it's like to smoke it. Because, I mean, like you said, as soon as you light <laughs> up, you're like, boom, there's flavor right yep. there. Great cigar, yeah. man. Yeah. A retired army said that it looked like a 20 millimeter bullet. <laughs> yeah. And they used to say, hey, give me a case of Mike Mike's. I said, okay, sir, we're going to name the cigar Mike Mike. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. That so do you like have anything? 10 years ago. Do you have anything coming up over the next few months? No, no, not really. We are concentrating on on Vegas. In Vegas, it's going to be our first time in Vegas. I've been three times already as an expertator, as a retailer, you know, just walking around and looking what everybody's doing. So that's a, a big deal. And um, and I'm going now in January to to Nicaragua. I'm going to spend uh, 10 days down there. And who knows? Who knows? When I'm down there, I get I get really <laughs> you get inspired in the mood. and you get yeah, creative. I get yeah. yeah, I see yeah. that, man. One of these days I'm going to go down there. I was planning on going down there this year, but then I decided to go to TPE because I've never been to Vegas. I don't know if you've 
you've been to Vegas, so it ain't a big yeah, deal. But for me, I've time. never been. And so my goal is not to get arrested. <laughs> well, they say they say what what happens in Vegas it stays in Vegas. So <laughs> unless you get arrested, and then everybody knows. So no, everybody we, knows. <laughs> we plan on having a good time down there. I, we're looking forward to meeting a bunch of people that we have talked to online, but have never met in person. Uh, I've talked to several people on Instagram and Facebook that are going to be there. So we're looking forward to visiting with friends that we have, you know, online, but haven't met them in person. So we're excited about that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. You come, you come back fuel because you see so many beautiful companies, you know, packaging new, new boxes, new ideas. So you come back pretty fuel, pretty pump and, and planning already how you're going to take things to another level. Well, that's what we want to do is take it to the next level. And that's what we want to see you do because I'm telling you right now, guys, if you haven't smoked these, I'm not messing around. You guys know my policy on anybody who becomes a sponsor. We don't let people come to us and want to be a sponsor. We find amazing products and then we go beg the people that make them to be our sponsors. That way we don't ever have to make up stuff. We just love them and we just talk about them. Thank you, Rob. Thank you. We we believe in the enjoyment of this craftsmanship. We believe. We believe. Well, uh, I just want to say thank you again for the support of Cigar Talk and for making I mean, look at this. I've been smoking this Robusto forever, and I'm just now getting to the second third. It is a very slow smoke, full of flavor, and, I mean, it's burning perfectly. Well-fermented tobaccos, it will, it will do that slow burn. Well-fermented wow. tobaccos definitely will do that. Uh, the, the tobacco is not going to get humid. It will it will smoke beautifully in in sane leaf, no no broken leaf, no low grade leaf. It makes a cigar to to burn so slow like that and 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 get so intense flavors. I I wish more cigar makers had your experience and your passion for creating a good cigar for people to enjoy. Because I think in the day and age of you know, money rules, a lot of people, they get successful. And then the next thing you know, they're not making quality. They're, they're just wanting to sell more and more cigars. And it's like, I see every time I light up one of these, someone who cares about the experience that I have as a cigar smoker. Thank you. Thank you. And, and, and that means a lot to me because you, I'm so concentrated on, on my my everyday, my getting better, that when someone like you notice and mention it, it's like you wake up, like you you get out of your little bubble and you go, wow, people are really paying attention to what I'm doing. All this work that I'm doing when nobody's watching is definitely working. It's definitely, you know, touching people's heart. And and you said something that, yes, it makes a lot of sense. People in the beginnings, they put all the energy and somehow they, they lose some of that, that dreaming. And I believe that me continue going to Nicaragua, 
getting more involved with Nicaragua, that's what's going to guarantee for us to keep doing amazing cigars. We need to get involved and, and I don't know, if it gets to a point that I'm enjoying it and I spend half of the year in Nicaragua, I already talked to the family, I talked to the wife, and, and everybody's on board wow. because they know I love what I do. <laughs> well, let me tell you this before we go. Like, I wish you much success. I think you're going to have a lot of success. But the minute that you get so big that you don't make quality, I'm going to be the first person to call you up and say, what the hell, Yonko? Make sure. Make I, sure I will because, not let uh, you go down that road. I promise no, you, brother. No, no, no. It's I don't a, think you will, com- but just to make no. sure, here I am. No, the first thing that, that I want to keep clear is that I want to have fun. And the many manufacturers, the, the few manufacturers that I have talked to, they all, they all told me that as soon as things got really big, they, they, they didn't have any more fun like they used to in the beginning because everything gets so big, so hectic that it's just numbers. And I don't know. I've been in it for 10 years. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I love it. I'm not in a rush. So we'll see when we are 1.5 million cigars a year, we will sit down and think about. Well, all the stuff that takes the fun out of it, hire people to do that stuff. You stay in (laughs) the fun stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. The things that I'm creative and then I really enjoy. Hey, Yonko, thanks for taking the time to hang out with us. If you guys want to follow their Tabanero cigars on Instagram. Uh, you'll find the link down in the show notes to go straight to their website. You can pick up. I mean, how many different cigars do you have? I, I don't, do you have several? I don't remember exactly. It's somewhere in the I think it's uh, 12, 12 or 14, I think. Okay. 14. And I can tell you that you're going to get cigars that are going to blow your skirt up and you're just going to be, I mean, dude, I can't wait to when I'm off work and I can come home and smoke one of these with a good bourbon. It just, it just makes my day worth all the work I had to do to get to that point. So thank you for what you do. And, uh, you know what? We'll be in touch real soon. Yonko. Thank you so much for coming on the show and, uh, we'll see you next time, brother. Thank you very much for the opportunity and thanks for the amazing support that you give. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yonko. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Hey guys, thanks for hanging through the break. You know, it's always a pleasure to talk to Yonko. Dude is lights out, as passionate of a cigar manufacturer as I've ever met. And and I've met some like high-end guys, and I put him up there, even though he is like, when I say boutique, I say that Tabanero is micro boutique. Nice. Because I... I don't really know very many people that's heard of them at all. And I hope that we can change that. No kidding. Because you guys know just from the history of the show, we don't just take someone that wants to sponsor the show. We try a lot of cigars. And then when we find something that we think is pure gold, we go after them and say, hey, man, we'd love for you to sponsor the show. That's how it happened with Tabanero. Makes it easy to talk about them. Yeah, and I don't want to 
sell something that I don't want to smoke. Exactly. And when I say I want to smoke to Habanero, you've been with me at the lounge. You know, everybody thinks that because they're our sponsor, I just smoke free Tabaneros. How often do I pay for Tabaneros? At, at least once a week. <laughs> well, I was going to say three days a week. Yeah. And if I go to the Leaf right now, that's what I'm buying. Exactly. And it's not because they're our sponsor. It's because they're badass cigars. They're great cigars. Have you smoked them yet? Well, that's what Casey's smoking next time I yep. see her because... It's lights out for me, and I haven't smoked the one you said earlier. Tell me the name, Patriarch. Patriarch. I finally got it. Three, four times in a row, you just keep smacking me in the face. (laughs) I will get what you're laying down. I've just bought a Patriarch. I haven't smoked it yet. Same. Saving it. Same. I kind of hope that you would have brought it tonight and we were going to smoke it tonight, but I didn't say because I didn't want to rush you, and I know that really we're hoping that we can get like five, six guys to sit back and really ins- and or girls and enjoy that cigar together. Well, Saturday morning. Yeah. Faculty, and, and faculty meeting. Yeah. The faculty meeting Saturday mornings. And the thing about it is I don't spend 30 bucks on a cigar very often. No. But I did spend 30 bucks on a cigar today. And let me tell you what, this has been a fantastic cigar. Awesome. I've had the 50th. I've never had the 1964 50th. Me either. Fantastic. I mean, you know how fast I smoke. Right. We're on the third section of the show, and I'm still smoking this, and we dick around a long time in between (laughs) segments. So this is a fantastic cigar. Now, how how is that cigar you're smoking? Well, I finished the end of number two, and I jumped over to an Aturo Fuente uh, Año Shark. I don't think I've had I've had the eye of the shark before, but I've never had that one. These are new to the leaf. They just got them in, I think, Friday. What's the price point on those? Seventeen. Oh, okay. So it's right up there. What in the yeah. hell? Hold it up. No, hold up. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Larry, get a sign that says "Hold up cigar." <laughs> hold up cigar. <laughs> yeah, the Anyo, Anyo Reserve a shark. Nice. It's I'm a good. Really, you know what? What's funny is I forgot what you were smoking, but when I looked over there and saw the reflection of the light on that oily wrapper, I was like, "What is that? <laughs> That's a good looking stick. It's a good stick so far. I mean, I'm only three quarters of an inch into it. But nice burn. It's got a great burn. Oily wrapper. Great draw. And you can tell that that's a thick wrapper. It is. It's and, toothy and, and just beautiful. And you know, I think that. In order to have a cigar that's spot on, that is like a toothy wrapper, yep. it maintains a certain smokability and a certain profile. Right. And that's just me. I mean, I'm sure there's some toothy cigars out there I've never smoked, and they're not what I think they are, but that thick wrapper is very enjoyable. Now, I will say this, and I don't know if we talked about this this week, uh, yeah, we did. So I smoked my very first hotcakes, okay. Maduro. Yep. It was not good. You didn't enjoy yours. It wasn't that I didn't enjoy it. It was that the cigar was plugged. Ah. And I can't enjoy a cigar no. that I can't get a draw through. No. And I was a big trooper. I pushed through the first inch and a half just because the flavor profile was really nice. Yep. 
But after an inch and a half, I was like, you know what? I'm not doing this for the next 45 minutes no, to an hour. No, there's there's things in this world worth fighting. A cigar is not one of them. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, I'm not doing it. No. So that's that's just me. I I've mean, smoked a few hot cakes. I haven't had any issues. They say there's one in every box, and you just got lucky. Yeah, and I and I seem to do that a lot. Me too. And so, and but you know what? When you smoke as many cigars as what we do, yep. you're going to get those. Yep. And you have to just say, you know what? I'm still going to smoke that cigar again. I'm not going to write it off because I had one bad one. No, it takes now, a little more if for I, me if, to just write off a cigar. Yeah, if I get three bad ones in a row, done. I'm never going to buy that stick, and I may never buy your sticks again. Right. right. That whole brand is just washed. Construction issues are are definitely the biggest turnoff for me too. I mean, if you can't enjoy it, what's the point? Right. I mean that is the nitty gritty. Exactly. A cigar that I don't think about other than on the occasional. Holy shit! Look at that ash. <laughs> or holy shit, that blend is so smooth. I don't want to think about. Oh, it's burning more on this side. It's tunneling. It's no draw. I don't want to do that, and I don't have to do that. Well, so far, I mean, for Maduro, this is a pretty. This is right in my wheelhouse. I mean, it's a medium, a full-on medium, uh, very smooth, just complex. It's nice, a little sweet. All right, so hey, we're going to change gears here for a second. I'm, I'm going to pour myself another round of the Eagle Rare, which I found an extra bottle today at Pinky's. And the funny thing is I went in there and they I did, didn't have it on the shelf. And I was like, hey, I know you probably don't. That's my always my line. Right. I know you probably don't have it. But do you happen to have any Eagle Rare? And this guy was like, hey, I think. We have a bottle in the back. And I was like, hey, you mind checking? I didn't ask him how much. And he comes back, and I'm like, he's carrying a bottle. I'm like, hey, well, how much is it? And he's like, $34.99. I'm like, sold. Done. And then I bought that for my nephew because he just got into bourbons last Christmas when I brought some good bourbons. Like, he had only been drinking for like two years. And every single thing he had enjoyed was from Crown Royal. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate Crown Royal. Well, I didn't like it when I was 17, and I don't like it when I'm 52. <laughs> but I get it. Yep. They do great marketing, and, I mean, they have a purple bag. Yeah. Who wouldn't want to buy a bottle that has a purple, that bag. Has a purple bag? Right. Throw all your quarters in there. Right. So... Anyway, I turned him on to some good bourbon, and then since then, like, I've got a message periodically about bourbon from him, and I'm like, hey, the dude's actually taking the journey. Nice. If I didn't see that, that bottle is for me all day right, long, right. but because I see that he's taking the journey, I'm like, you know what? I already have a bottle. Why not bless someone who's never had it? There you go. You know what I mean? There you go. And so that's what I was like, well, and, you know, when I walk into the living room and my wife's sitting there and she's like, wow, you bought two bottles. I'm like, oh, no, this is for your nephew. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't buy two for myself. 
justify so, the expense. Right. So anyway, I can't wait to I I hope that he lets us enjoy that together. There you go. You know what I mean? There you go. Sure like I, I I hope he doesn't be like, oh sweet, I'm gonna take this home and put it in the closet. Now does he smoke cigars? He does. There you go. Not like we do, right? But he does enjoy. So I'm gonna take him a a really nice stick to pair up with this Eagle Rare. And John Lane, just so you know, I finished off the cigar. Well, you know what? I still got one or two little puffs left. But anyway, the Eagle Rare was like, if you do a strength scale, the Eagle Rare was like here and the cigar was here. But it was a nice blend together. Nice. It, the cigar didn't overpower the bourbon, which... Normally, the experience I've had because of what I tend to drink is the bourbon overpowers the cigar. And so if you have an opportunity to drink Eagle Rare and you haven't had it yet, I highly recommend it with a Habano, a mild, not not mild, medium to medium plus Maduro, not anything stronger than a medium plus. I would say that's going to be lights out. And I would love to know what you pair Eagle Rare with. If you drink Eagle Rare, I would love to know what you pair it with because I don't get to drink it as often as I would like. I've had this bottle on the shelf for over a month. Nice. I'm not a fan of saving. No, I don't save anything. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) I mean, it's amazing. I've been married for 26 years. But anyway. I guess if you have to save one thing, your marriage should be it. Right. There you go. And really, it was more of her. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm thankful to her. There you go. But no, I... uh, I I don't like to smoke cigars that are so overpowering that it blows the bourbon away. Right. But then at the same time, I don't like bourbons that are so strong that I can't enjoy just sipping with a cigar that's a medium body. Well, even, you know, I don't drink. Right, right, right. Because you got a DWI, and everybody looks down on you for that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but so, we all could have one. But still, at the same point, I don't like to pair things up that just either lose the cigar or the cigar just takes over completely either. No, uh, you you want that balance. Exactly. I don't want to drink a coffee that's so strong that it completely washes out my Connecticut in the morning. And see, you know what coffee at the leaf that is for me? The Sumatra? No. The oh. Sumatra's fantastic. Oh, Kenya AA. Boom. Yeah. Dude, when when I see the Kenya AA is out, I usually go with the lemonade sprite or the Topo Chico. There you go. Because and and I love black dark coffee. But that Kenya AA takes it to another level right. that I'm not comfortable with. Well, mine is the Zimbabwe. So when they make the Zimbabwe. Are I you serious? Like, yeah. See, I like the Zimbabwe. I, I don't see that as an overpowering cigar or cigar pairing. I see it as a more bitter coffee. That's how the Kenya AA is to right. me. It's very bitter, and I don't like bitter. Yeah, so... Whenever the Zimbabwe is on for the day, I just have Jay make me a, a pot of decaf. Nice. And now they have I, the uh, Southern I, Pecan. I oh. can't. I can't drink decaf. Yeah. It's like if I was a woman, and I had to choose. I probably shouldn't say this. Larry's <laughs> giving me the finger. But if I had to choose from the real deal, 
There you go. Or the Easy Grip <laughs> Meat Pounder. <clears throat> For all of you that follow me on Instagram, I posted a picture of, hey, what do you think this is? <laughs> and the funny thing about that is I copied that picture from Instagram. Yep. I was scrolling through, and this picture of what I thought was uh, an adult toy. <laughs> I, I I was like, oh, Amazon, are you serious? <laughs> so anyway, I snapshotted it because what it actually was was a meat pounder for actual meat. Right. Yeah. And the fact that it looked the way it looked and it had the name meat pounder, <laughs> I was like, it could go either way. Either way. You it, know what I'm saying? Multi-use. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was like, holy crap. So... Anyway, guys, hey, I don't know. I guess we're kind of rambling now, but I hope we've had a great show. We want to say thank you for all the Patreon members. I thank you so much, and I hope that each and every one of you live a healthy life at least to the end of 2022, and we will be doing the Light em Up Crew Show next, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back, and we will see you. Keep smoking. <laughs> <laughs>